Back, man. Episode 82, coughing up a motherfucking lung out here. Welcome back. Episode 82 of the K Podcast. Pleasure to have you here as always, man. Not too much to catch up on, I don't think, man. I even I kind of stopped checking this email. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Not even gonna lie, it was just it's too heartbreaking, man. Every time I go in here and there's nothing, I, you know what I'm saying? Shed a little tear. Let me see. I'll do it just for old time's sake. See what we got. Nothing. Fucking nothing. So again, reminder, hit the email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com. Send me some, you know what I'm saying, a haiku. I don't give a fuck, man. I was at a party the other night and fucking smoking a joint or whatever. This dude goes, hey, man, joke for a toke. <laughs> so send me a joke, you know what I'm saying? Send a toke your way, man, whatever, man. But yeah, hit the email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com. Follow all the socials, therealkpodcast, man. Like I said, not too much to catch up on with me. We got Halloween coming up. Uh, the first official Friends of the Friends event in the warehouse. If you know, you know. You can hit me or any of the quote-unquote friends, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, man. Kind of some insider shit, you know what I'm saying? I want to fuck it. Reveal too much, but yeah, hit your boy for some details. If you know, then you know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, man, so happy early Halloween. I don't know when this episode's going to drop. We got some guests and shit lined up, so I'm kind of shifting episodes around and all this shit, man. I also wanted to correct myself 
the clip that I started with a couple episodes ago with the fucking Maron. And I, it's, I said dude's name is spelled C-U-G, which it is. I guess it's a nickname. It's Cooj. Cooj. You know what I mean? Not Cug. Cooj. Like, I think it's Cujliano or something like that. C-U-G. Cooj. But yeah, my fault. My bad, man. Fucking Stu Nine, eh? What the fuck is this? But like piece always, of we're shit. getting to some motherfucking new music out here. If you didn't hear <laughs> the fucking treacherous trio is back, man. The official trio, Blink One Eighty Two, Mark, Tom, and Travis, are back together. They got some new shit lined up. I don't know when the new album's dropping. Um, but they dropped a single off of it a couple days ago called Edging. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to play that here in a second. But yeah, I mean, if I haven't mentioned on here before, when I was growing up through like high school and shit, Blink-182 was probably one of my favorite bands, especially because I'm a drummer. So just Travis being such a great drummer and in that genre that I was listening to at the time, you know, uh, they were F- definitely at the forefront. So I used to follow them heavy. I mean, I still fuck with them, you know what I mean, all three of them. But for those who don't know, also, Tom left the band for a while. So back in, I don't, their last album was, I don't even remember. I think he left twice, actually. He had left to start another band, Angels and Airwaves, and then Mark and Travis started their own band, Plus 44, with these other dudes. And then Tom came back at some point. I don't fucking know. But now they're back together officially again. We'll see how long it lasts. Knock on wood. You know what I mean? She. 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 But this is Blink-182 with Edging. I ain't that cool and little fuck in the head. They'll be hanging me quick when I'm back from the dead. Because I think I'm almost positive I mentioned on here. Mark, the bass player, was dealing with cancer for a while. Travis was dealing with, uh, what the fuck was that? It? Something with his pancreas, I think. Pancreatitis or whatever it's called. So, I mean, you know, we're all human beings. These dudes are getting older. So, it's good to see that people can kind of like make amends you know what i mean i don't really remember what happened back in the day the differences that were caused just being a band for decades you know what i mean i feel like you're gonna butt heads at some point but it is dope to see you know brothers come together and continue making their music um so yeah man shouts to blink 182 and also on some hip-hop shit core mega just dropped a new album called the realness 2 and he has a song called Glorious featuring Nas, which is dope because if you're into hip-hop, you know these dudes had some beef back in the day. They kind of just like Blink. They started you know, as brothers in the game fucking uh, on songs together. I think they were even both. I can't remember if they were both a part of the firm or if Cormega was supposed to be a part of the firm and he backed out and that might have been what caused the static. I can't quite remember. But they ha- they were brothers, and then they had beef for a little while. But now, you know, as we said, people get older, and you kind of realize sometimes you've been upset over some petty shit or whatever, whatever the case is. But they made amends, and, you know, they got a joint together now. This is Glorious Core Mega featuring Nas. <laughs> Declining y'all 
skip sipping wine as we reminisce on my first venture, first startup that I invest. Some say I'm the only one left. Now these capitalists say I got my fingers on the pulse. The global minded find that I'm quiet the most. If my life was a movie, I'm the Stanley Kubrick of music. I slid through the transatlantic slave trade. No warning, no promo, I just do. Sky's not my limit, it's just the view. How do I live forever? It's through you. The listeners, this occurs when Alan the chemist in the kitchen, the shit is innate. It's in us, it's written, it's fate. We show growth. Anybody who against it, that's hate. I say I'm still the same, except the chain, the whip, the crib, the bitch, the pool, the house, and where I live. The kicks I wear, no fucks I give. They keep the score with shit that don't matter. Can't remember my 30s. Need to make some new stories, more unforgettable. Not seeing Corey if Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris was one. We live a life, a glorious one. 40 of Vernon, Thun, Thun. Mega not who I I met through this music shit. We from the block, a brother I grew up with. Love. Dreams of better living came into fruition and exceeded what we envisioned. Glory awaits the ambitious. You either apply pressure or feel it. Struggle inspired me to hustle justifiably, conspiring to acquire what was once denied to me was mine if I wanted it. Confronted with decisions of going in with rhymes or rubber grips, I chose wisely, knowing I walked within the shadow of death with elaborate steps. The road to riches is cold and vicious. Some expire before quiet growth and wisdom. There's no one when the co-defendant tone is different. Say less. Listen, you can hear conviction. Learn from adversity. Stand on integrity. A new core mega. Make sure you peep that, man. Damn right. We also got some new music from the Gemini Project. I don't think I've ever talked about them, but I know I mentioned the Innovators Music Group. One of their members, Dez, shout-outs to Dez. Him and another one of his homies started a separate um, project called the Gemini Project. If If I understand it correctly, it's more so production and DJing. I don't think either of them is rapping on this project. It's more or less them collaborating on a music production and DJing effort. I say that because they just put out a new single, and the single, it's one song that's essentially their set. They called it the Donut Lounge set, and it's just that. It's a 22-minute song, a.k.a. a fucking DJ set. Hey, Rue, you good? You scratching like a motherfucker out here. But yeah, shout-out to Dez, shout-out to the Gemini Project. This is the Donut Lounge set. I may have to fast-forward a little bit because uh, like I said, it's a live recording. So if there's too much kind of just crowd ambient noise in the beginning, I may just kick it forward a little bit. But I just want you to get the little vibe that got going on here. Motherfucking Gemini Project Donut Lounge set. You heard? Damn damn, damn right. my boy Dez shout out to the Gemini project it's just dope it's like I mean that's perfect music it's not even a playlist because it's one continuous song but that's like some shit you throw on while you're driving while you're studying you know what I mean kind of some background ambient lo-fi hip-hop beats just get you in the zone man 
for anything like me. You know what I'm saying? Top of the list, man. Also, staying on hip-hop, I believe we mentioned the Black Thought and Danger Mouse project that they were working on together. They just released a new video featuring the late, great MF Doom. Rest in peace to MF Doom. So, yeah, I'm assuming they recorded this verse, you know, before MF Doom had passed or transitioned. So, this is... This song is called Belize off of Danger Mouse and Black Thought's new project. Again, featuring MF Doom. Rest in peace. I mean, get some Belize vibes. No lymph nodes are swollen They told me even when the record skip Keep it rolling on his shoulder Like a California highway patrolman Launch codes were stolen and sold by Ed Snowden I fled to Rome and told him to dress me as a Roman I'm still in photos posing with my own omen A thumping kicker for me to slam like hope Hoping it's something like a plain bumper sticker No slogan This something for the shooters and back and forth commuters Who never knew the difference in laws and jurisprudence I feel as though it's safe to assume That you're the students and not congruent to the way that me and Doom do this You checking the top two of a thousand intelligent chaps With rap projects and housing developments Cool across legged on a crate like it's elegant Try to hate, I'm puffing up your face like a pelican Highly enveloped and activating my melanin Y'all failing to see what's shaking besides gelatin News bulletin, I refuse to take the medicine Fuck a thick skin, I got me an exoskeleton The black collar feral and a lobster Deliver like an obstetrician but not a doctor Bring the Cambridge, the Webster's, the Oxford's The picture too long to watch See the synopsis Compensated for playing nice It's optics Product of the last poets in the watch Profits, I stop it It's beyond out of pocket Dunzo, I hit the gun show and got a rocket Catastrophic, supreme microphones In Mexico, we the legendary dos cojones Brothers, both components Other close to colas Court holers With bars as hard as Angola's So I take that back. I guess the project, I believe, is out, but the video just came out. So obviously, MF Doom couldn't be in the video, but rest in peace, you know what I mean? Make sure you check that shit out. And there's also some new John Z, you know what I mean? John Z and Pacho El Antifeca put out a song together called Dijeron, which I've been rocking with the past couple of days. It just dropped, like, not... October 21st, so not long ago. But I've been fucking with this shit, man. Just dijeron, tu sabes. Cuántos dijeron ser hermanos para virarse, cuántas dijeron que me amaban por virarse. Después que coroné todos quieren montarse en la G-Wagon o en el 300. Los que se me pegan solo quieren buscarse, por eso es que estos cabrones no son mi parce. Y los amigos de mis enemigos son mis enemigos, cabrón, así que no tratan de limpiarse. Cuántos dijeron ser hermanos para virarse, cuántas dijeron que me amaban por virarse. Después que coroné todos quieren montarse en la G-Wagon o en el 300. Los que se me pegan solo quieren buscarse por eso es que estos cabrones no son mi parce y los amigos de mis enemigos son mis enemigos cabrón así que no tratan de limpiarse no me buscaban cuando andaba en el lancer ahora con el porche para el doble pase no confiaron en mi turno al bate dijo ron y tenía llena las bases la palabra te amo ya no vale todo el mundo dicen ser leales si vas a caer en cara no regales ando con dios no hay nada que me sale Confiando y me mintieron. Oh, Muchos padres se viraron. Oh, Por la puta 
Cuántos dijeron ser hermanos para virarse, cuántas dijeron que me amaban por virarse. Después que corona todos quieren montarse en la guagua con en el creciendo. Yeah, man, that's a little bop right there. I've been rocking with that shit. Again, that's Pacho El Antifeca and John Z. Dejeron. You know what I mean? Get your little bop on. We also got two Jamaican legends, the Jamaican Don Dadas on the same track. This new song, Simi Clean, Buju Bantan, featuring Busy Signal. Don't you know? Put on it up. I'm Buju with Busy. Make up on the table, not chase and nothing else. Can we buy the whole shelf? When we are doing things in John, them free this. Them fantasize and tell me how them want to feel this. Me and the team step out, we keep it real. We're too nice to melt when like ice. Hear that? Put in a bunch. You know, see me clean. You know, see me clean. You know, see me clean. Step out, huh? I'm bugging the van. Make it rain. I suck the guns. All right. How you rolling? How you rolling? How you rolling? Here we are. French when we run, we cool now. No sweat, no dirt when we step from boardroom to jet. Alligator get dropping on me penthouse class and baguettes round me neck. This time the climate. Money I spend, everything I shell seller. My role is different from yours. It's sky dweller. Till busy step out from Coachella In a de Faragama with the damn chinchilla Clean and he's under my queen A style you never seen We no Christian the price We no check the receipt And my time and money Ask my things to leave We among the elite And I just so we do it Clean when we talk about clean Me mean clean the stream Not just me, the team Me mean I top the scene Police can't arrest me Cause the money go laundry The big blood cream so clean so free I don't know if I'm young You know see me clean To Dan Parayadem. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, man. Make sure you check out that Simi Clean. That's C-S-I space M-I space clean. C-L-E-A-N. You're damn right. And we also got a little surprise, man. The motherfucking queen is back. Rihanna, man. A lot of you motherfuckers thought she was done with music, working on her acting, being a new mom, everything like that. But she said, fuck that. Fuck, fuck out So I'm sure you've heard they're working on a new Black Panther movie. And I guess Rihanna is going to be featured on the soundtrack. They just released the first single called Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So this is Rihanna with her new joint. Well, her and Black Panther's new joint. Lift me up, you heard?
Yeah, man. It's also using that new spatial audio technology that, um, you know, a lot of these music platforms have been ranting about lately. And I don't know if you could tell through this platform that I'm playing it on, but that shit is definitely way louder and way, like, crispier. You know, I didn't up the volume at all on the speaker from the other songs I've been playing, but that one is noticeably just at a different level of audio spatiality. <laughs> That's a fucking word. I don't know, man. But yeah, man, shouts to Rihanna, man. But I think, last but not least, for new music... Shout out to the bros out in Austin, Texas. I know I've played at least one of their joints on here. But the homies Big Skinny just released an album. You heard me right. A motherfucking album. Not a single or an EP. They put out a 12-song album called Sweet Spot. This is my boy Preston and his musical partner Kid Do out in Austin, Texas. Got a bunch of bangers on here. I think I played Green Beans and probably Midnight too when they... Those were the first front-runner singles that they had put out individually, which are also included on the 12-song album. So 10 brand-new songs that you haven't heard yet. I'm going to go ahead and play number 7 off the album. This one is called Meet the Family. As I was listening through the album, this one just had a real good, wholesome vibe. And, you know, uh, Preston and I grew up together, more or less, met in, like, ninth grade, so all through high school and college and shit. So I know his family. So it just, you know... Hit struck a different chord, man. You know what I mean? They're all great songs, but this is the one I'm going to play today. This is Big Skinny. Meet the family. You were... Fuck out Join the team, right, right If you know what I mean, right, right You showed up on the scene, like, like Boy, I hope I'm her type Looking like I just might You should join the team, right, right If you know what I mean, right, right You showed up on the scene, like, like Boy, I hope I'm her type Looking like I just might about her, feel it every time she walk into the room like a summer night. No matter how long she stick around, she always gone too soon. She's sweeter than a bakery and more savory than some Texas barbecue. Wanna take her around my hometown, meet my mama, see my old house, and where we went to church, even though it's just a movie theater now. Grandpa and my Grammy, let me take you home. They gon' ask some questions, but ain't no need for stressing. I, I won't never leave you alone. You should meet the family, yeah. My Grandpa and my Grammy, let me take you home. They gon' ask some questions, but ain't no need for stressing. I, I won't never leave you alone. second man wouldn't be a true Preston jam if they didn't have a little guitar solo in there man come on man if you know you know man she 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 but I think that was it for new music as of right now um I did also see that Nas and Hitboy are planning to release King's Disease 3 the third album I didn't realize this was like a fucking installment of albums when they first dropped this shit my guess is that when they first kind of linked up, they literally just recorded so many joints that it comprised three albums. That or they just, you know, enjoyed and were kind of reaping the benefits of the success of the first one and decided to repeat the pattern. I don't know. Either way, I'm excited. King's Disease 3 on the way. I think they said November 11th for Nas and Hit Boys, so keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. 
Now, main, but I think that was it for new music. Let me double check before we move on. E. So we'll just stay on music news for a second. Um, big shout out to fucking Bad Bunny. Man. He just set, I think, what was it? He set a record with the most, hang on a second. Bad Bunny earned the highest one month gross in history with $123.7 million from 500,555 tickets sold in 11 shows in September of 2022. So again, man. Did you hear? Let me just repeat that. Not counting pockets or anything, but this is all fucking praise to, you know what I mean? This man has cracked the code, man. My man, Bad Bunny, mi hermano. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't know him at all, but I fuck with him heavy. Listen, man. In one month, made $123.7 million off of 11 shows. So let's break that down. What is that per show? Uh, 123.7. Let me rack this up. Add some zeros in this bitch. Yeah, you know I mean, divided by 11. <laughs> oh my God, yo. That's over 11 million per show. <laughs> damn, 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 damn right. That's a fucking kill shot right there. Everyone else should just give up, man. Holy shit. It's eleven point two four million dollars per show. And that's one month. God damn, that's fucking crazy. But that brings me to another, I saw a little clip, and I thought it was interesting, so I wanted to play on here. It's regarding Bad Bunny. Um, let me find this shit. So, if you haven't heard Bad Bunny's latest album, Un Verano Sin Ti, I know I played at least one song on here. Uh, there's a song on there called El Apagón, and he's basically showing his love to his home country, but also like, kind of talking shit, you know, to the government, to the way that things are run down there. They're always fucked up over these hurricanes and just kind of like the infrastructure doesn't seem to care about the actual people of Puerto Rico. It just seems to care about the rich. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a political statement as a song, more or less, while showing, again, love to his home country. But there was a – I saw a clip where apparently Logan Paul – is calling Bad Bunny out or like pissed at Bad Bunny because he allegedly is hang on one second I'll play this fucking I'll play this video and let this motherfucker tell you <laughs> Bad Bunny is a Puerto Rican living in Puerto Rico who is privately taking advantage of the same tax program that he is publicly condemning and again while I love Bad Bunny I, I cannot personally support the, the hypocritical nature of his exploitation. Sisters, I'm gonna need all the strength where you got up there. Logan Paul is pissed because he got called out by Bad Bunny's music video. The same video that was turned into a documentary by Bianca Graulau. Fun fact, Bianca reached out to the Paul brothers a while back to plead their case about the tax break. They declined. But since we are on this topic, native Puerto Ricans cannot qualify for this tax break. This tax break is meant for outside millionaires. The same millionaires who have been exploiting and displacing the local Puerto Ricans. Even if Bad Bunny is taking a tax break, you're gonna get mad about the Puerto Rican native who is within his right to live on his own land? So yeah, um, if you're interested in this topic, I would recommend checking out Aquí Vive Gente which is, it's technically the official video of Bad Bunny's song, El Apagón, but it's essentially a mini documentary about what's currently going on in Puerto Rico, specifically with this topic that Logan was saying Bad Bunny's taking advantage of because he's obviously now super rich. He makes $11 million per show. 
But if you watch the documentary, it's essentially there's some, it, it, what was it, Act 22, something that they just added to the law, it sounds like, where they're giving nice tax breaks to wealthy people who come down here, you know, whether that's to stimulate the economy with money. But they're, uh, what do you call it? They're redeveloping all the all the hoods, you know what I mean, where these people have lived for so long. And although building new, safer infrastructure may not be the worst idea, I think the real issue is that they're displacing Puerto Rican natives, you know what I mean? People who have been there for 30-plus years and obviously jacking their rent up like crazy. It's almost like what's happening in New York, or uh, excuse me, in Florida, all the New Yorkers and all that shit coming down here. It's a little more extreme down in Puerto Rico, I think, because those people, um, you know, like they're native to that island and these specific neighborhoods or barrios, you know, that just becomes their world. And then some rich motherfucker comes in, buys the building. They were saying like these buildings were going for, you know, multiple millions of dollars, raising the rent triple five times what the current people are paying now so they can't afford it anymore and basically just giving them 30 days to get the fuck out. And they're doing this, you know, like I said, to redevelop to a lot of people are doing Airbnbs and all that kind of stuff. But essentially, it's going to wealthy Americans who are getting a nice tax break. It said it didn't tax like stocks, crypto and real estate, I believe. But you should check out the documentary. Again, it's the song is El Apagón, A-P-A-G-O-N with an accent over the O. And the video slash documentary is Aquí Vive Gente on YouTube, narrated by an actual journalist, Bianca Graulau, uh, G-R-A-U-L-A-U. But yeah, I just finished watching it, you know what I mean? I wanted to kind of see what that was all about before I spoke on this podcast. But yeah, man. Um, but bringing, bringing it back to Logan Paul, I don't understand why... I mean, they call him out in the documentary, so I'm sure that's why he's pissed, but... He's basically, yeah, he's basically saying Bad Bunny's a hypocrite for talking about this shit, but then basically reaping the benefits of the same tax break. And the dude in the video was saying it doesn't apply to native Puerto Ricans. I don't know whether or not that's true. I haven't looked that deep into it. But I think at the end of the day, what Bad Bunny is speaking on is displacing all of these fucking... um, all of these natives, people he knows, I'm sure, from his community and everything, and kind of just getting rid of them or trying to get rid of them. And also, even <laughs> even if Bad Bunny, a native Puerto Rican, was getting this, this tax break, that doesn't mean that he's going to knock all these fucking homes down that have been there forever and redevelop like these other people are just to make money. Like, he's rich as fuck, so he's going to take a tax break. Who wouldn't? That doesn't mean I'm going to exploit my land and my people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That just seemed like a weird perspective from Logan Paul there. But again, I'm sure he was just salty that he got called out in the documentary. But it is what it is, man. I mean, if that's what you're doing, you know, truth hurts sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, much love to Puerto Rico. Much love to Bad Bunny. You know what I mean? Also, big shout out to Missy Elliott. We finally got a name street after her in Portsmouth, Virginia. Um, yeah, I mean, you definitely know who Missy Elliott is. Even if you don't listen to hip-hop, you've definitely heard her on the radio. You know, she's still making music, I believe, today. Her heyday was back, I think, what was that, like, early 2000s. She kind of invented that whole, you know, the puffy suit with the crazy videos, her and Timbaland. But, yeah, man, shouts to Missy Elliott, much deserved. Also, big shout-out to Jadakiss, kind of music-related and not music-related. Uh, Jada Kiss, the rapper, is venturing into the coffee industry, it seems. It says, Kiss Cafe Coffee is a dream manifested. Now three generations deep, the foundation of the family business is my father, Bob Phillips, a.k.a. The Commander. This is Jada Kiss's uh, caption on his Instagram photo. In the coffee game for over 40 years, he mastered all parts of the industry passing along his knowledge and love of coffee along the way to myself and my son. Each sip of our coffee commemorates our story passed down, the story of legacy, tradition, and family. 
Shop our first blend, Beijo, B-E-I-J-O, only at kisscafe.com. So yeah, man, big shout out to Jadakiss. I thought that was super dope, you know what I mean? You're always seeing rappers, you see smart rappers always venturing into other stuff outside of music and even outside of entertainment, but it, a lot of times it might be like liquor, you know what I mean? Something that's a little more, uh, I don't know, kind of in the party lifestyle shit. So it's interesting to see Jadakiss get involved in the coffee industry. I guess it sounds like his dad has been in it for quite some time now. So, you know what I mean? He, I guess he figured, diversify the portfolio out here, man. She, she, she. Also on music, Jamaica allegedly is going to ban all broadcasts of music and TV that glorifies drugs or crime. Um, I haven't looked too much into that, but I mean, isn't that what like parental controls are for and shit? It's kind of why I guess if it's the radio, I don't know. I mean, a lot of um, there is a lot of Jamaican dancehall music that is pretty like violent. But there's also reggae music from Jamaica, which is like the most peaceful music in the world. So, I don't know. I feel like live and let live. You know what I mean? People are just expressing themselves through their music. Um, I don't know if glorify would be the word that I would use like they do in there. Like a lot of times these people are just talking about what they see on a day-to-day basis. It's just their surroundings, the environment that they were raised in. Like what else do you expect them to make music about? Um, so I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Shout out to Jamaica. As you guys know, I'm a big Jamaican music fan. So fucking reality. Bumbo. <laughs> sort of on music. Uh, Kanye went on drink champs again. I didn't watch the episode and I wasn't even really planning on it, but apparently it got removed from YouTube. So, I mean, I, I would say check it out to get the inside scoop, but you kind of can't now. So, again, I have not seen this episode. I think it was only out for like a few days before it was removed. But from what I gather, from what I've been hearing, people who watched it and all that, you know what I mean? Clips floating around online. Like, they took the whole episode down, but obviously little snippets are still going to kind of weasel their way into the Twitterverse and all that shit. So... I don't know what was said. I don't even really know the context of what was said, but apparently he was saying some things that some people took as anti-Semitic. Now, also to my understanding, a lot... I don't know if he meant like all Jewish people. I believe a lot of executives in the music industry are Jewish people, you know what I mean? Or people who just happen to be of Jewish faith. I don't think they're like Hasidic. They could be. Again, I don't fucking know. But, um, so I have two clips I want to play. The first one is a little snippet from Drink Champs where Kanye is basically talking about how music is sort of used to like brainwash people. And then the next clip is this music executive, Lior Cohen, on The Breakfast Club with DJ Envy and Charlemagne and all that. And they're essentially questioning him about why they continue to sign these young kids who are portraying a very negative image as far as, you know, drugs and whatever. And his answer is very interesting, you know. So I want to play this. And then the next clip I want to play is apparently a bunch of Jewish people are coming together to put a diss track out against Kanye. That's what the thing said. I don't know. Again, I don't know much about this shit, but I'm going to play the the first clip, which is basically two clips of Drink Champs and Breakfast Club, and then the second clip I'll play is the diss track against Kanye for whatever he said, whether or not it was anti-Semitic. I have no clue. You can be the judge of that yourself, but hang on one sec. The chakras. Remember I talked about Rick Rubin? I talked about the 808? <coughs> The chakras is real. Now, now I'm going to say some anti-Semitic shit. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. I'm going to fuck your bitch. I'm going to kill this nigga. That's the real anti-Semitic shit that the Jewish people get paid off of. 
I don't know what's this opioid thing, man. It's, it's well, being a crackhead so wasn't cool you, back then. Being what? a crackhead wasn't cool. Now it's it, they seem like they're they're making it cool to be drinking lean and syrup and it's the most dangerous. It's the most dangerous thing and... that's facing um, um, our society. Are you so, so why sign an artist that would promote that? Um, because I, I I already answered that question. You weren't paying attention. Um, she asked me talent or issues, and I said talent. But I I, I have to. I, I can't give up on people. What I'm saying, that's hypocritical, though. You're saying um, it's opportunistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got I got people to feed. <laughs> um, oh, I got a Leo. I got a I got a business to run. <laughs> You're gonna make Dame Dash take this clip and call you a culture vulture. Who's Dame Dash? So yeah, uh, just the way he says opportunistic is a little odd. You know what I mean? And I'm. We've talked about this before, how they kind of portray, you know, they push the the violent music and the fucking, you know, the drug-riddled music and kind of keep the conscious shit, for the most part, keep the conscious shit and all the, you know, um, quote-unquote responsible rap. Is that, <laughs> I don't know if that's a fucking uh, a genre, but hey, man. You know what I mean, you take care of your family, you pay your bills, you got a roof over your head, you're taking care of your shit, all your ducks in a row. Fuck shit. <laughs> Fucking responsible rap out here, B. Nah, but, um, so I'm <laughs> let me play a quick snippet of these Jewish dudes going at Kanye. Uh, and again, you can take this how you want, man. I don't really know what to think of this shit. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to hear the the song, you know what I mean? That's from, like, someone's cell phone of them shooting a video in the street. But it's one dude rapping in the camera and literally, like, at least a hundred Hasidic Jews just standing around kind of, like, vibing out to it. So, I don't know. Again, like, it's kind of hard to have uh, an opinion on this shit, good or bad, just because I don't know the context. I don't know what was said outside of that little 30-second clip I played for you. So, um, I don't know. That's kind of the danger of, like, uh, what's the word? Maybe censorship? I don't know. I mean, it's freedom of speech. Granted, people are saying he was saying some really hateful shit, but people say hateful shit every single day. Like, I, I literally just saw that since Elon Musk has acquired Twitter, they're now re-allowing, or I guess they're no longer banning the use of the N-word with the hard R. You know what I mean? So, uh, it's like, where where is that line drawn? You know what I mean? There's all sorts of Asian hate. Um, Latino hate, specifically Mexican here in the United States. Um, you know, it seems like people hate on Mexican people for no reason. I guess point being is there's hate all over. And like we've said about the N-word, I mean, you can physically say whatever the fuck you want. Just be prepared for the repercussions that may follow that. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of tough. But I did also find this other clip. After I'd spoken about this other shit, um, I was about to put this up and I saw another clip from fucking Kanye to where it's like he, you know, he's going to do what he's going to fucking do. Again, as long as you're willing to face any potential repercussions that follow your actions, then like who am I or anybody else to tell you what to do, think, say, whatever the fuck, you know, just own up to it, I guess. But this was the another clip I saw going around. After, you know, after the fucking dust settled, I guess, he's still going at it. The thing about the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a, I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor, and what hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. So, yeah, it's like, I mean, Kanye's going to be Kanye, man. I don't know why people are surprised anymore. Um, 
you know, I mean, this is the reality that we live in now. People have mental health issues, and some of those people are very famous and have a big following. So, like, fuck you want to do. Again, not saying it's right or wrong, man. Just saying it, it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. So people can drop the N-word on Twitter, but fucking videos are getting removed from YouTube. And I think they have the same owner, if I'm not. I thought they were both owned by Facebook. Like, under the face, or the meta umbrella, you know what I mean? But, again, what the fuck do I know, man? Because I don't fucking know what he said, you know? Like, it's weird that he's in so much trouble. Like, apparently he lost his Adidas partnership. He's lost, I think he tweeted, I lost $2 billion in one day. Supposedly, it's gotten to the point where even Goodwill released a statement basically saying they will they won't accept Yeezy products in their stores, and obviously will no longer be selling them either, or reselling them or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. It's fucking nuts, man. Um, it's strange that whatever happened is so strongly impacting his life. But again, since they removed it from YouTube, we can't like we don't even know what it is. Most of us. Now we're only getting what Twitter and all these fucking people are saying about it. Um, I don't know. It's definitely kind of weird, man. I don't really know what to think about that shit. I also saw that Burner, big shout out to Burner, was just on the cover of Forbes magazine. Now, that might not mean anything to some people, you know, on the cover of a magazine, whatever. But Forbes, A, is a very, like, highly regarded magazine, I feel like. And B, if you know Burner, you know that he's not only a rapper or a hip-hop artist, but he started out in the game and still to this day, now does it legally, has been in the cannabis industry. So, you know, if you listen to his music or any of his interviews, he's always telling stories about stuff that they used to do, you know what I mean, as far as, like, selling weed and everything. But now he owns the Cookies brand that most of you have probably heard or seen or whatever. Um, started out in the Bay Area by Burner and his team. This Cookies brand is, I would say, Cookies and Raw are probably the biggest two cannabis brands in the world. But Burner kind of has the leg up on Raw because Raw doesn't sell cannabis per se. They just sell the papers that everybody loves so much. By the way, Burner also has his own papers. Uh, what are they called? I know they're rice papers. Fuck, what are they called? I'm going to have to come back to that. But um, let me play this clip real quick. I guess Burner recently went on the show slash podcast um, Earn Your Leisure on Revolt. And he kind of, it's a little snippet, but hang on. Oh, yeah, the Vibes papers. My bad. Vibes. Yeah. I never tried them personally, but supposedly it's a good shit. I have tried cookies, though. Yeah, you know I mean. <laughs> but yeah, let me play this right quick. Congratulations on the Forbes cover. That's big. You know, people ask you in life, could you ever have dreamt that? One thing to dream being on the cover of Forbes, another thing to dream being on the cover of Forbes for selling the wheat. Mm. Two totally different things. I still can't believe it. It's a good look. It's a big statement and where the world's going right now. It's a big step for minorities as well. So I haven't checked out that episode yet, Assets Over Liabilities. Um, I want to check that out soon. Oh, yeah, I think I said it was Earn Your Leisure earlier, but it's their show Assets Over Liabilities. The same dudes who do Earn Your Leisure. Fucking Rashad and I forget the other dude's name. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, man, again, big round of applause for Burner, man. Make sure you put one up for your boy, man. Get the vibes up, yeah, man. She, she, she. Um, what else did we got? I think that was it for music stuff. I also saw that Cartoon Network has officially been retired, man. She, she. Or not retired, she. but I guess, like, they just shut down. I don't know if they couldn't keep up with streaming shit or whatever. I could have sworn that they were on... One of these things, I think it was HBO, wasn't it? I don't know. Actually, let's let's look into this real quick. Hang on one second. Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> never mind. <laughs> this article says, Recently, there's been a huge uproar about the end of the legendary TV channel, but Cartoon Network isn't actually going anywhere. 
Their animation department is merging with Warner Bros. Discovery. Although it's not as big news as the end of Cartoon Network, it's still a pretty big deal. It says, Warner Bros. Discovery is still making some controversial choices with the animation station. The company is doing a lot of restructuring under the new management of David Vaslav. And Cartoon Network was not saved from the accountant's shears. With major layoffs and a changing animation department, the producer of childhood and adult cartoons will be experiencing some major changes. So I stand corrected. Cartoon Network is not going anywhere. <laughs> so un-RIP, you know, long live Cartoon Network. <laughs> I mean, I don't really watch cartoons anymore anyway, but, you know, for nostalgic purposes, you don't like to see news like that. It also goes to show you that you should look into the shit that you read, right? Because I just saw some headline, I think, or a couple posts from whatever media outlets I follow that said it was definitely ended or terminated or whatever. But now that I Googled it and I'm looking a little deeper, there's a bunch of articles that are saying, just like this one said, that it was more or less a rumor just spreading around the Internet. And that shit's, you know, these rumors can spread instantaneous. So be careful who you listen to, you know what I mean? Careful what you read, I. But yeah, so Cartoon Network ain't going anywhere, bitch. She, she, she. So, some chick, alright, so, I don't know if you guys know what a BBL is, right? A Brazilian butt lift. So, this new fad for the past, I don't know, maybe 10, maybe even longer, but I've only been aware of it for the past probably five, ten years, um, is butt jobs. You know what I mean? Like, boob jobs have been a thing since, I don't know, the fucking 70s or whatever. I feel like you would always see these chicks with big, fake boobs, and then just, you know, if they were, before the augmentation, if they were just like a skinny girl, they would have these big, fake boobs and a flat butt, right? So nowadays... These girls are getting butt jobs. And whether that's implants or I believe the Brazilian butt lift is when they're supposed to take fat from other places in your body and put them in put it in your like your ass and your thighs and shit, if I'm not mistaken. But apparently, I mean it sounds sketchy as fuck to me, obviously. Like, what the fuck? Just <laughs> anyway. Um, I saw and I don't mean to laugh, but Apparently, this chick went to the Dominican Republic for a $3,500 Brazilian butt lift and ended up getting her kidney stolen. What the fuck is this piece of shit? Like, what? How crazy is that? Now, I mean, I haven't looked too much into it, but it's not that hard to believe. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people will go to this dude, Dr. Miami, I believe is his name, or what he goes by. Uh, he's like the most famous plastic surgeon in Miami, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and I apologize. I apologize if that's not his name. I think it is, or like his, you know, his pseudonym. But I know, I know his face. I know exactly what it looks like. That just might be his name in my head. But as you can imagine, getting these surgeries in a country like Dominican Republic or fucking Colombia or some shit. It's probably a lot cheaper than getting it here in the United States, nonetheless, Miami, which is, you know, an expensive place to live and do shit in. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was fucking crazy. I, if that's true, I hope that chick's all right. You know what I mean? But God damn. Like, what the fuck? And I think uh, we might almost be wrapping up here, but shout out to the motherfucking Phillies, man. Come on, man. My fucking dudes are taking this shit to the next level out here, B. So the Phillies just won the fucking NL championship. Now they're going to the World Series, man. Just knocked out the Padres. Fuck out of here. So yeah, man. Shouts to the Phillies, man. Like I said, <laughs> might just have to be a sports fan again, man. Get on my old holiday jersey, man. Rest in peace, man. Shit, man. <laughs> 
Also on sports, we got the 2022 FIFA World Cup coming up for all of you football fanaticos. <laughs> so from November 20th to December 18th of this year, we got the World Cup. And I do believe Messi confirmed this will be his last World Cup. I've been hearing rumors about Ronaldo as well. I haven't seen any. I was searching online. I haven't seen anything about him confirming that. But Messi did confirm. Um, so, yeah, man, that's it's like an end of an era. You know what I mean? But, yeah, so make sure you tune in. Motherfucking descent. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> make sure you tune in November 20th. I Fucking go! Fucking dig on my shit, yeah, me. Fuck out But yeah, that I believe was it for sports. We got anything else here? I don't. Hang on. I also saw this random little tidbit that I thought was interesting. Um, had really doesn't have anything to do with anything, but this fucking article I saw said Americans are sending their kids to European universities to save thousands of dollars. The average U.S. yearly tuition is 35K, and the average in France is only 2.7K. Honestly, (laughs) I don't even know how that's possible. (laughs) But, yeah, man. Seems like we're fucking up over here. Gotta go across the pond or something. You wanna save a little moolah, eh? You know what I mean? No, I'm just fucking around. But, yeah. Um, it is an option, I guess, you know, I didn't even consider that shit. I just was only looking at schools in America and pretty much only Florida schools. I didn't even consider the fact that, Hey, you can go to college in other countries, <laughs> but she may, I think that's it for, uh, episode 82. Wow. Hey, fuck, fuck, fuck out Yeah, mean, um, as always, man, hit the email, the real K podcast at gmail.com. Make sure to hit the socials at the Real K Podcast, and make sure you motherfuckers stay smart, motherfuckers stay. <laughs> Alright, nah, I fucked it up, man. Not for real though. Stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay motherfucking tuned out here. You know what I mean? I'll see you guys next time. We got some good shit lined up, but you know I can't spoil it, man. I wouldn't do that to you. You got to sit on the edge of your seat, man. (laughs) Nah, but until next time, man, we getting the fuck out of here. Take care of yourself, you. Con mucho cariño para todos ustedes. Puerto Rico está bien cabrón, ey, está bien cabrón. De Carolina sale reggaetón y los hijos de puta de Bayamón, ey, ey. Quieren montarse en la ola y no han ido a rincón Un besito pa' abuela en el balcón Cogiendo todos los hoyos en la Rubicón Pa' fucking R Tierra de Maelito y Calderón Y de Varea el que fue campeón <risa> Primero Calderón Maldita sea, otro apagón Vamos pa' los bleachers a prender un blon Antes que a Pipo le de un bofetón Puerto Rico está en cabrón Ey, está en cabrón Puerto Rico está en cabrón Yo me quedo en Palomino, ey, si no me voy para redes, un saludo a mis vecinos, ey, aquí el calor es diferente, el sol está ahí, no, ey, la capital del perreo, ahora todos quieren ser latinos, no, ey, pero le falta sazón, batería y reggaetón, ey, ey, cuido con mi corillo que somos un montón, ey, ey, le falta sazón, batería y reggaetón, ey, ey, Cuido con mi corillo que somos un montón Welcome to the calentón
The Cave Puckers, Rap Peace.